Welcome to Fit to Be Real and a little extra. Do you ever get cravings and you're always wondering what they're about? You're like, why do I want chips right now? I just had dinner. Or why do I want something really sugary? I haven't really ever liked sugar. There's a reason for all of the cravings. So Carly is going to break down. I am going to break down. (laughs) I am going to break down. Oh, good. I hope that (laughs) happens again so we can talk about it for another year. (laughs) And also, she's going to break down the reasons why we have certain food cravings, because it's not what you think. I'm Victoria. Hey, guys. I'm Carly. And we're talking about cravings today. I know Victoria already said that, but it was really interesting researching this because I specifically did this because I get cravings every single day. And I said this to you a couple weeks ago. I said, I am wanting fruit every day, all day, and I don't know why. It was last week. Was it last week? Feels like a year ago. Literally less than seven (laughs) days ago. (laughs) And so I started researching into why we crave certain foods at certain times, um, different times of the day, different times of the week. Those are certain times. (laughs) (laughs) I love holding the reins to this podcast today. (laughs) I feel like I've already lost reins. (laughs) And Victoria is about to take over. (laughs) But I do. I have been craving fruit. And while I did... Hold on. It's specific for it's like I know. cold grapes. Cold grapes and watermelon. Watermelon. It's not no. even watermelon season. It's watermelon. It's not watermelon. What did I say? Watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but specifically those, I think if there was another cold fruit that I kept in the fridge, I would want that too. And we'll get into why that I've been craving that. But I really had to look it up because I... So I kept saying, like, why do I want this so much all day long? Why do I need this? Yeah, that's it's odd. I mean, I also crave chocolate. Well, it's all forms of sugar. Yeah. I mean, what what is a craving, really? Oh, my God. I'll tell you. I, yes. <laughs> a craving can signal that something is out of balance in your body. Okay. It can also be just a form of habit as well. So it doesn't necessarily yeah. mean you're deficient in something or that your body is needing something to you know, get on balance. It could just be that you're used to having chocolate at three o'clock every single day. So your body's craving it because it knows yeah. it's time. I have found since I've moved into this new apartment so i'm in what two two years two years this is my second year Mm -hmm. okay i so i have we've talked about this i've gained some weight and part of the reason i have figured out recently is because i don't have a dining room no way i sit my meals are on my couch yeah so when i sit on my couch at the end of the night i think i need to be eating because this is where I eat my meals. Because that's what your brain is telling mm-hmm. you. It's time to sit on the couch. So that's time to eat. Yes. And I can, I'm not a nighttime eater. Like if I'm out of that habit, that's not a, a thought. I can right. easily sit for the rest of the night and enjoy myself and go to bed. And it's right. not a problem. However, I have created this habit since I moved here because I have, so I do have a kitchen island. You do. But I took Carly's stools because they're free and, <laughs> you know, free. But they're too high. So when you sit on the stool, you have to like crouch. Right. I feel like I'm six foot five. Like you have to crouch over and it's not comfortable to eat. The kids, it's great for the kids. So I don't eat there. 
I don't eat in my one kitchen spot with like a normal table or whatever. So I sit on the couch. And that tells your brain. When I sit on the couch, I should be eating something. I should be chomping. I should be doing something. That's part of what a craving is, is a timed body clock is telling you that this is what you should be eating at this time. It's hard to break too because I, at the end of the day, what do I want to do? I just want to sit on my couch and zone out, but I don't necessarily want to be eating. However, my body is telling me that I do. And it's sometimes I'm like, I'm not hungry. Why why do I feel like I need to go into the kitchen and scrounge to see what I have? Do you ever open the refrigerator and you're like, haven't gone food shopping. What do I have? Nothing. Ten minutes later, what's in there? Like you Nothing's do that changed. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we're also going to talk about that too, um, how to battle or sort of fight those cravings. Let's, let's get into it. Into it. So there are two types of causes of cravings. There's physical causes and mental causes. Some of the physical causes are is basically just an imbalance in being hungry or full and it can cause people to experience food cravings some more than others so maybe you're somebody that doesn't get hit by cravings very often that just means maybe you're severely hydrated in a good way okay if you are hydrated that is like the number one way to battle against cravings i am not somebody who is hydrated okay at all. You are, though. I'm very hydrated. This is a habit. This is a ha- Okay. Um, I know mine is a habit. Which is at a mental. Point. And I've right, yeah. Recently figured it out because it has been bothering me since I moved here. So that, I am very, I'm overly sometimes hydrated. So I know it's not that, but that's a really good reason. I don't know. I can't remember if we've ever talked about this, but Victoria has been so overly hydrated that she had almost a stroke. Because she was mm-hmm. so overly hydrated. She drank so much water that it caused her electrolytes to be non-existent. And she non-existent. went into stroke mode and I had to be there and I had no idea what the heck was going on. I called you. Yeah. I, it was movie night. You were having movie night and I was like, I think I'm tapping out. I'm just going to hang out at home. Yeah. Like, it was a Sunday night in COVID, COVID times, mm-hmm. wasn't it? And I called you and I was like, you need to come over here now. Like mm-hmm. something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And I remember crawling to, I had a balcony in my condo and I crawled to the balcony to throw the keys down to let you into the building. And mm-hmm. that was like climbing Mount Everest. Like it was the hardest thing I've ever done. And I got myself back to the couch and we won't go through the details, but like your muscles start to cramp and I couldn't control. She couldn't speak. I couldn't speak, but I couldn't control. Like my hands were right. were cramping and curling and I couldn't straighten my fingers and my wrists were bent and I I felt completely out of control and do you remember I was like call mom I need to say goodbye yes oh I remember that like I I thought that was what death was and I've had a lot of major accidents at this point in my life I know which is weird because I we never did we never had any issues no but I thought that no accident has ever felt as close to death not even collapsing a lung as this. Yeah, it this was moment. pretty severe. I mean, when you're looking at her laying on the couch and her mouth is open and she can't speak and she's trying to speak through her nose, basically. Mm-hmm. She's trying to tell me what's happening. And then who oh do God. we call? Dr. Justin. <laughs> <laughs> well, we called Carmela and she came running over because I was like, Mom, this is bad. And Justin was like, how much water has she had? And you kept feeding me water. I know. You were like, drink this. <laughs> drink this. 
Because we didn't know. I I thought I couldn't breathe. Oh, it was horrible. We figured out it was an overdose of water. I think Brooke Shields just did that. She did. Well, not just, but she just started talking about it. Oh. And um, Bradley Cooper lived in the apartment building on over top of the restaurant where she was, and they called Bradley Cooper to go to the hospital with her um, because she was overly hydrated. How come you didn't call Bradley Cooper for me? <laughs> same. I called Dr. Justin. Is he not the same? Okay. In any case, you do not want to overwater as much as you want to. don't want to underwater. So. I mean, there's a balance. There's yeah. a balance with everything and that uh, I am severely underhydrated and, and she's always over. Is that why you want sugar? Like, um, yes. Yes, that's why I want fruit. Because okay. I'm dehydrated. Okay. But we'll get into that. Um, one of the other physical causes of cravings is being pregnant. Oh, well. Hormone changes. That's yeah, obvious. Having your period. Hormone changes. Yeah, Those are physical. Lack of sleep. Too little or very poor quality um, is makes you feel very hungry. It keeps your sleep-wake cycles possible, intensifying food cravings, especially at night. So sleep is a huge factor with cravings. If you are not getting enough sleep... You are going to crave wildly the next day. And if you do that repeatedly over time, yeah. then it becomes a habit, which becomes mental. We say that a lot. I don't think I've ever connected it to like cravings and the body and what the chemical imbalance is. But like we say, when you're tired, you're not making good choices. Right. And then it becomes the the last one is in the physical causes is a nutrient poor diet. So once you have that nutrient poor diet, you start to crave nutrient poor things and then again yeah we get to poor hydration it all goes right down yeah. right down the line or if you have a lack of physical activity your cravings are different than if you had a very good exercise routine yeah yeah and if you are used to highly processed foods the sugar may cause addiction like symptoms so those are all the physical now we're going to get to the mental causes of cravings, which is stress. Yeah. I mean, everybody can vouch for that. Stress can increase your levels of hormone cortisol and high cortisol levels may be linked to hunger cravings and higher stress mm-hmm. or binge eating. When you're stressed, I mean, I'm raising my hand. I binge eat when I'm stressed. Because it's some weird connection of that instantaneous, this tastes so good. I feel so happy. The stress kind of melts away. However, whether it's salt or sugar you crash mm-hmm. and then all the stress comes back and all your, you know, cortisol levels rise and fall and it's a roller coaster cycle. All Do you like again. how I used cortisol in the correct way? You proud of me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also a mental cause. I'm just going to bypass that. Um, the <laughs> mental cause of a craving is your personality. What? If you're an addict, if you have an addictive personality, you're more apt to be like a craver and go for the addictive behaviors yeah, and craving. True, true. Isn't it like you're you become impulsive? It's not necessarily just with food too, mm-hmm. though. You can be addicted to exercise, to running, to you know, when you're yeah. kind of um our mom does this. When she watches a movie, it becomes real life. Where <laughs> she's reading a book, it be it's real life and the characters are real and it's happening to her. She's actually in the story. It's like this weird addictive mm-hmm. she can't put the book down and the rest of life stops because she needs to finish the book type of thing. Right. She, yeah, she goes hard. And we do that with, in our family, we obviously get it. Everything gets passed down from your parents, but she's a sugar addiction. Yes, for sure. I have a sugar addiction. So do I. I can, you know, I can house Oreos like nobody's business. 
proud of you. Thank you. That's a very, you know, special talent that I have. Uh, the next one is eating context. Now, this one was really interesting for a mental craving, which is basically what we were talking about with you. Your brain oh. is has become habit. So you sit on the couch and you feel like you should eat. So your brain sees something and feels like it should have something. Like yeah. it is, it's associated with a specific element, a specific time period, a specific feeling. Yeah. Like I feel happy. I, I need to have this as a reward. Right. I feel sad. I need to have this to make me feel better. Right. So that's sort of, that's a mental craving yeah. and, and you sort of. And it has nothing to do with hunger. And it's the same way. And the last one, uh, a mental craving is your mood. Certain moods trigger cravings for specific foods. If I'm really happy, I don't think I'm going for the French fries. I'm going for the ice cream. But if I'm like not feeling so good, I'm probably going for the cheeseburger and the fries. That's me personally. Interesting. So yeah. you're salty when you're salty. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you right now. <laughs> Let's get into these types of cravings that you might have okay so we talked about the physical we talked about the mental now we're going to talk about the actual <laughs> so if you're craving salt yeah this means that you have low levels of electrolytes dehydration and stress pretty pretty obvious okay if you're craving french fries and salt and Potato you need water yeah yeah water but what you should be eating when you feel like you're craving salt you should be eating nuts, seeds, whole grains, fruits, and vegetables. Yeah. Which so. are definitely more savory of the natural food items. I mean, always eat what you enjoy. But if you feel like you're craving this six out of seven days a week, maybe look at how much you're drinking, how much water, what your mood is like, and all, all that kind of stuff. The second one, chocolate cravings. This is me. Yikes. After every lunch, every single day, I crave chocolate. Lunch. After Not lunch. Not dinner. No. Okay. After lunch. And it's a, um, your body is asking for magnesium and vitamin B. So what it says is to actually give in to the chocolate craving, but have one small piece of dark chocolate and that will give you the amount of magnesium that your body might be craving. I take magnesium and vitamin B every morning. You do? Mm -hmm. Helps you with carpal tunnel. You didn't tell me that. We have different problems, but <laughs> that is interesting. I mean, I I it, feel like Dove chocolate does a little small yeah. dark chocolate bite. And do you think you'd be able to stop with that, though? A hundred percent. You are. If I, but I would, I couldn't have it in a bowl sitting out on my table because then I'd be like, oh, I had one. And two hours later, I'd be like, well, that didn't happen, did it? It was a little one. It was a little one. Yeah. Or, you know. So you have to put it away. I, ha I would have to put it away. Like we got some Girl Scout cookies and I told Andrew he had to hide them because just like with my Oreos, yeah. yep, I cannot just have one. Yep. That's a, that's a problem for me. That's a family issue. Mm -hmm. We all, <laughs> we all do that. I know. I mean, I wasn't kidding when I was like, go hard or go home. Yeah. So like it's for we, everything. we go for it. Yeah. Uh, the next one, if you are craving protein. Love a good chicken breast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but some well that could just be like if you're craving a burger. That's yeah. not yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, doesn't have to be just, you know, you're hungover and you really want a salty burger. Yeah, yeah. If you're craving a burger or steak um, or, you know. Yeah, that means you have a protein deficiency. I mean, eat more nuts, eat more avocado. I mean, yes, have more chicken. 
have more. But if you if you're not a meat eater, mm-hmm. Victoria, what do we eat? Oh, there's so many things. <laughs> Chickpeas, lentils. avocado, lentils, shrimp. But Fish. that yeah, that means you might have a protein deficiency if you're really craving it. This one was interesting because I've only craved this a few times that I can remember. Ooh. Craving milk. Ew. Have you ever? No, you're not a milk drinker. I hate milk. I know you do. But have you ever craved a bowl of cereal? Dry, yes. Ugh. You're just like my kids. My kids won't eat cereal with milk. Because when it would get soggy and we would be forced to eat it, it caused trauma because you waited too long to eat said cereal milk is absolutely rancid (laughs) so no i cannot i cannot understand this craving but i do know a lot of people can just drink a glass of milk and like want another glass Mm -hmm. i don't know those people so i can't just have a glass of milk but i feel like i'm saying milk weird milk 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 some people say m-e-l-k milk Milk. Milk. Now it's not a word. Now it's not an actual (laughs) word in English language. Everybody, let's say it together. Milk. (laughs) So milk is 87% water. So if you are craving this, you might just be craving water. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? I did know that it's not a lot of actual like dairy in in regular milk i know it's a lot of water but i didn't know it was that bad. well it has a lot of vitamins too vitamins that we don't produce in our bodies in human bodies correct because cow, right cow vitamins so you could be a little deficient in vitamin a or vitamin b12 or calcium or magnesium there's many many things that you might be neglecting otherwise which is why you're craving milk you might never find out exactly which one but it I'm not saying go drink a glass of milk. I'm just saying maybe drink some water. Fun fact. And it's not a fact, but I saw it on the TikTok <laughs> and wasn't TikTok. It was the old person Instagram. Is it so, called Facebook? No, Instagram. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> the old person Instagram is Facebook. Well, apparently Instagram is like. For old people? It's not for the youngest. Wait, what? Yeah. Who when, told you that? They make fun. All of my little dancers. They say, because I, if I see something, I'm like, oh, I saw it on TikTok. They're like, TikTok? I'm like, no, I saw like a reel on Instagram. And they're like, oh, figures. It's like, that's know. like mom telling us she heard it on NPR. We're just going to have to lie to these kids and say we saw it on TikTok. Yeah. But it was really like the news. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, my God. Okay. That wasn't my fun fact. Okay. But if you get a straw and you know how you can like slurp up in the straw and then put your finger on it and it holds the, the liquid in the straw. Mm-hmm. And then you put the straw full of milk 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 in the cream of an oreo uh-huh it expands the cream filled part of the oreo without dripping the milk out on the other side so you just have to put it in halfway it blows up the oreo and then you can eat it like a ice cream sandwich why why do you tell me these things why i don't think you should get the oreo thins i think you need like the double double stuff. stuffed always double stuffed yeah try it out i saw it and i was like how's this gonna work but it it worked. All right. I'll be sure to report back. Please do. On said craving. Please do. I can't believe you just told me that. Okay. Next. Cheese cravings. Ooh, a lot of people do this. I do not crave cheese. Do well, you? Well, I cut it out so many years ago. It's not a part of my life. Yeah, but okay. I know people can't live without cheese. I don't necessarily know if people are like, I need a block of cheese. 
It's very possible. Yeah. But if you're craving cheese or fried foods with cheese or other high fat cheese, <laughs> you could you could need more essential fatty acids such as omega threes. So eggs. If that's not for you, there are there's like a vitamin. You can take a pill. You can take yeah. an omega three pill if you're like I'm not into eggs or I'm not or into avocado. avocados. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things with omega oily fatty fish. Acid. Um, oil fish supplement, but it just might oil mean- fish supplement, yeah. fish oil supplement. What did I say? Oil fish, <laughs> oil fish supplement. I take a fish oil every morning. I take oil fish. <laughs> Very different. Um, but being deficient in omega three might include dry skin, dry eyes, or lower moods. So don't avoid those cheese cravings, but maybe don't have said block of cheese. Yeah, give give it something else. This one's a big one, craving carbs. And not like broccoli and cauliflower, like carbs, no, carbs. carbs. Right? Like you're craving Empty. bread. You're craving, yeah. Pretzels. Mm-hmm. Um, that means savory carbs. It's a sign that you are low on energy and might need that protein. So you don't necessarily need the carbs, but you might need to up your protein if you are really craving like the bread of the burger, but not the burger so much. Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also things that have carbs that are good carbs are fruit, apples, bananas, vegetables, all that all that kind of stuff. Now I know when you're really craving bread, you're not gonna go for broccoli, but that you put can- it in the air fryer. Same thing. <laughs> Same. Air fryer changes everything. I can honestly say I've never once in my life had this craving and it's a vinegar craving. Oh. Yes, you have. For real? Vinegar chips, salt and vinegar chips. Oh, I love that's my favorite chip in the whole world, but I can't say I went out to the store to specifically get them because I needed them right now. Oh, no, 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 no. But that is my favorite. I and- have vinegar cravings, white vinegar. I love, you know what's really good? White vinegar on broccoli. I, that's my craving. So when I'm teaching, you think I'm paying attention to the dances, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm thinking about what I'm going to make for dinner. To sit on my couch. (laughs) (laughs) In my habit. And sometimes it's white vinegar on mixed. I usually do like mixed vegetables and put it in the microwave. You're the one who taught me that in New York. You know who taught me that? Dad. Dad used to put white vinegar on our broccoli all the time. That's where I... Oh my gosh. I crave... I've had it every night for the past couple nights. It's the best. Yeah. But I... And now I'm probably going to have it because now I'm craving it. Well, what is the... What's the connection with vinegar? It's a symptom of low stomach acid. And that's something our body needs to produce to help with digestion. So if you have low stomach acid, that means your body is not digesting properly. Yeah. I believe that. I have always had digestion. Digestion. I'm sorry. Can you say that? Everybody's had digestion issues. (laughs) Hmm. so enjoy the vinegar lean into the vinegar love it okay okay why are you saying it like that no just so angrily (laughs) no this one i love i love this craving cake craving not just a sugar craving a cake cake yeah craving all right that's that's i mean it has sugar it has the carbs it's kind of a mixed bag it's got it's got the dairy it's got the carbs it's got the sugar, it's yeah. got the everything we just Is said. it kind of a mixed bag? <laughs> it's kind of a mixed cool, bag. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> it means you're craving baked goods, basically, and just sugar in general, which means you are deficient in energy, maybe sleep, and dehydration. It's like everything put together. Yeah. Okay. 
And maybe you should not have said cake and have nuts and seeds because it tastes the same. Love a good nut cake. <laughs> it basically says try drinking water. Um, I can't even say it the right way. Water. <laughs> try drinking water and it might help. Here's mine. Craving fruit. This okay. is why I started looking this up because I was craving grapes, everything cold. I, pineapples. Oh, my God. Cold pineapple. Is that See, not cold the best? bothers my teeth, so I don't crave anything cold. Guess that's sad. But guess what it said? <laughs> I have the healthiest craving. You're annoying. But it can be a symptom of dehydration. Everyone just rolled their eyes. <laughs> Low blood sugar. I'm with all of you. And a change in hormones such as pregnancy, which that's not me at all. However, I could be messing with my hormones because of so many other things. Um, Shocking. <laughs> But it can be one of the biggest symptoms of a fruit craving is dehydration. And you know I don't drink enough water. Yeah. True. We got a couple more, a couple more. What? I know. There's we've so many we've covered them all. I know. Uh, I, I have never craved this, but uh, craving fish. Ew. <laughs> Anyone out there? No. Please DM us if you've ever craved. I've never been like, big oh, piece I of tilapia. flounder. <laughs> Gotta go home and have some flounder. Again, it's the same thing. Lack of omega-3 fatty acids and... The same thing could be dry skin, dry eyes, lower moods. So take that omega-3 pill or avocado. Or eat a fish. Or yeah, or just eat a piece of salmon. Last one. Okay. Cravings for sugar. It's the body asking for fast energy, like immediate energy, and then you're going to yeah. then you're going to crash. That makes sense. And that is that replays on a loop, just like a habit. The more you crave sugar, the more you eat it for that fast energy, the more you crash, the more you do it again. Yeah. So it becomes a hamster wheel. But they say if you are going to go for the sugar, do 90% dark chocolate. Have that little piece. Maybe put it in some yogurt with granola and, and then it's okay. 90% is is not the Dove dark chocolate percentage. That is a bitter, dry – it's a specific taste. It's basically like <laughs> – the bean <laughs> like the, bean. the chocolate bean right the, with no no added anything to make it taste like you want to go back for more i actually love the high percent there's a i don't know what the brand is but there's a chocolate bar that, that gives you the percentages like a 90 percent dark chocolate really 50 yes 70 huh. percent um they have paired with like a chili a red so it's spicy chocolate oh it's really good oh i can't do you that. don't you can't picture them it's like a white label with gold trim and no. but buy me some. No, eat a grape. <laughs> <laughs> you have the healthiest craving. Mm. <laughs> okay, so now that we've gone through all of what you might be experiencing with your cravings, let's talk about how to get through them suck it up <laughs> suck it up and don't eat it just stop no it actually says to indulge in your cravings with a balance but do you know how hard that is i mean you know how hard it is i know how hard it is how what's the balance like it, just the moderation find it that's what it says like find the balance like enjoy the foods that you want to enjoy but don't in life don't do it every day because once it's every day it's not a craving anymore it's a habit it's a problem right it's a problem um, so number one thing to avoid these cravings is to avoid crash dieting, because once you restrict every single one of the things that we just said, you will binge. That's a mental thing. 
Right. That's a mental craving. Yeah. yeah. That's a mental thing where you – it's the forbidden fruit quite literally, mm-hmm. right? You tell yourself you can't have this because you need to be healthy. Well, that's all your brain's going to think of. I want this. I want this. I can't have this. I want this. And then you probably will binge. But here's the opposite of that. Victoria and I cut out sugar and alcohol for almost nine months straight. And the more we didn't have it, the more we didn't want it. Like I didn't crave sugar when I wasn't eating it. Sure, it was hard in the beginning, but I I don't remember feeling like I needed that chocolate after lunch after maybe two weeks of not having the sugar. And it goes away. You have to get past the threshold. You have to get past the threshold. I would venture to say 90%, which is a number I'm making up, of people can't get past the threshold of the the wanting what you're not putting in your body. Right. And then once you get past that, then you're like, oh, I could have it or I could not. And it's no big deal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I totally know what you mean because I, when I didn't have sugar, I didn't want it. When I didn't have alcohol, it wasn't even on the table for me. Like I didn't want it. Victoria still has not had it. I do it enough for the both of us. <laughs> so I, you know, that's, that's fine. That's a different episode. But I, yeah, if you, if you restrict it, yes, sometimes you binge and you overcompensate and then you go the completely other way. But if you can just make it, so I don't know how I feel about avoid, I mean, crash dieting. No, you should not crash diet because that's the, that's not how we want you to think about it. If it's something unhealthy that you need to eliminate from your life, you absolutely should do everything that you can to go down that path. If you want it enough, you'll do it. That's true. And it's it's nine times out of ten the what the cheat I don't know what other word to use for it right now but like the quote-unquote cheating and like going back on what you said you weren't going to eat right is just like mental and, and we don't like calling get, them cheat because it's not it's not once you find once you're reaching a place that you want to reach and you're achieving the goal I should say then you can have a balance but you can't it's just like if you have an alcohol addiction, you can't once a week just have one beer. Correct. You have to cut it out. And of course, there's a process and we're not I'm not talking about alcohol addiction, but it's the same type of headspace. You can't what's it called? California um, California sober. Yeah, or, California sober where, where you you don't you smoke weed instead of drinking or do doing drugs or you're having beer instead of hard liquor. And so you're. You're not your California you know, sober, addicted yeah. to alcohol. It's that's BS. All of it's tied. All of it's connected. All of it's the same thing. So if sugar is that addiction for you, and you're like, I can't have sugar, but I'm just gonna have one of the sugar items in my life, one Oreo a week. No, no, you have to cut it out. So there's a balance. And for us, we I know we both feel the same way that once you get over that threshold, you have to you have to hit a certain point before you can bring that kind of stuff back in or else you're never going to make it. You're, I feel like the slippery slope just, it makes you backtrack. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what how, I was trying to say. That's a better way to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That makes more sense. But and less words. <laughs> I like California sober. It's like, that's like a joke. It's like I know, funny. I know. When, but who was it? Demi Lovato was like, I'm California sober, even though I just OD'd twice. It's like, What? Well, what? who just said, oh, you're not going to know this reference, James Kennedy on uh, Vanderpump. He's British. Yeah. He's California sober right now. <laughs> um, he told us. 
All right. The next defense that you're not taking Molly or ecstasy yes, or something. Something like that. Isn't he a DJ? Yeah. I can say that. He's a DJ. Yeah. That's totally normal. Um, the next defense you have against these cravings are defense against the dark arts. Thank you, Harry Potter. I'm about to get up. Oh my God. <laughs> it sounded like you were dying. Okay. It's sleep, people. It's that, sleep. That's <laughs> the point. The next defense is sleep. Uh, when you are tired, you have less willpower to beat these cravings. You just will give in. And that's that's fact. It happens all the time. When you are sleep deprived, you are, you tend to have a worse diet than if you are well rested and you it suppresses your appetite. Yeah. For real. For real. For real. Next for one. For real. For real. This one's really hard. The next defense is to manage your stress. And I feel like that is just so much easier said than done. We'd all like to manage our stress. Well, you can if you start. <laughs> Don't listen to her, first of all. It's all about having that positive mindset throughout the day. BS, though. I call BS on that because positive mindsets are fleeting as is happiness and as is sadness. So, like, toxic positivity is is actually a thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I firmly yeah. support that. That toxic, you cannot be that happy every single day and think everything is going to be okay. Like you have, there are moments where it can dip down and then go back up and whatever. So if positivity is not a managing stress tool, I mean, it is. You want to try to have a positive mindset of getting through an obstacle, but there are actionable things that you need to do to manage your stress. Right. Journaling, walking outside, drinking water, feeling healthy, eating better. I mean, just do trying to do your best. <laughs> just knowing that doing yeah. your best is enough, right? right? And affirmations can help do that. Getting away from toxic people. I it's really hard, but she walks in every week. <laughs> so you I walk to, in every day. You have to be careful. <laughs> um, but there's that those are all managing, you know, stressors. And so they're actionable things. It's not just I'm positive that things are going to change. You have to do stuff to make things change. Right. And that's why I think it's, it's uh, hard. a little twofold because it's yeah. it's very hard to manage stress. It's very easy to go in the pantry and yeah. fix the stress with yeah. whatever's in there. And then what do you feel more stressed afterwards because you're really mad at yourself. Yeah. So the yes. next one is to keep unhealthy foods away or out of sight, which is what I have to do sometimes with Andrew. Be like, get these cookies out of my sight because- when I'm, if if it's around me and I see it, now one's okay, but I know I have a problem with having one. So for me personally, I need them out of my sight. I don't buy peanut butter. Well, let me rephrase. For years, I didn't buy peanut butter because I can't spread it on an apple slice and be good. Like spooning right. it out and eating it until it's like I want to vomit is like peanut butter is amazing. So, of course, I get a dog and putting peanut butter on things <laughs> to freeze so that they have something to do and stop barking at you. It's really hard. I get like horrible peanut butter, so I don't want it. Yeah. But I can't have that stuff in the house. Well, another tip that they sort of say to help you with that is keep portion control amounts that in matter. your site. Doesn't matter for me. But just if you can keep one of those little peanut butter cups. Mm-mm. like those- I'll have five. I know, but only ke- oh, because you'll know where I'll they just are. Keep opening them. Right, 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 right. I like, don't have anybody to hide stuff from me. I'm the yeah, hider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Right. I can't do that. Even with like pre-portioned popcorn bags, it's like so awesome. I'll just keep opening them. Right. Yeah. So I just don't buy them. Best to avoid and keep them out of and sight. And some people are like me and some people can absolutely, like Andrew, can have a bite of ice cream and be like, I'm good. Okay. I just needed a little that bite. That is the stupidest. But some people can do that. I don't know how he does it. And you're in the middle. If you pre-portion, you'll just have one of the portions. But I need to not know where the rest of the bag of cookies is in there. Oh, yeah. So people with kids... I, I do feel for you because you tend to have some of those. No, but here's the thing. You know, crappier items. Buy the buy the good stuff for your kids. I, I mean, a, yes. I mean, they're, do you know, this is a side note. I just saw on the news that the number one early death on the rise right now is ultra processed foods. Like people Did you are see dying. that in our fit to be real story that I posted? Yeah. Was he Irish? Yes. I posted that this morning. <laughs> Used to be tobacco and nicotine. I, I heard it on NPR and it was, it's the number one. <laughs> it's said on the news. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows I don't watch the news. The news of the old people, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Guys, I heard it on TikTok. It's real. But it is. It's the number one killer, ultra processed foods. And I feel like that's yeah. all my kids eat. And if you... Because that's where money is. And exactly. That's what every, the government and everybody wants is money. So they put more crap out to get more money, but it's killing the people. So if you take... I always want to say this, and I want to stand by it. I don't do it, but I really, really want to. Don't feed your kids something that you would not eat yourself. Oh my God, you do not follow that. I know. That's what I mean. Like, I'll give my kids macaroni and cheese. I would not eat that. And I don't eat it. You mean like craft? Yeah. Or like give them, you know, the junk that I have in my house, like all the junk that I have. I would not eat it myself. So why am I feeding it to them? Keep them quiet. I don't know. I mean, that's like the number one yeah. everybody does. Like it makes them happy. It keeps them relaxed and like in the other room. I'm not saying that you do that, but no, I, I definitely do. And I think if we did more research on <laughs> it's trying to help, isn't it? if we did more research on snacks and yes, it might be a little more work to maybe make the snacks that are a little healthier or put together or go to a different store but that's, that's a the problem far, farther away. It's more expensive as yeah, well for healthier organic even that like Annie's mac and cheese or it's still it's still, it still not food. good for you. So it's it's more expensive to be healthy, and that's why more of the unhealthy, less expensive dollar store food right. stuff is in everybody's pantry. I mean, what do we always say? If it's in a box, if it's processed, we don't eat it. We tend to go for the clean clean stuff. So why are we feeding our kids all of the box stuff? I mean, it's it's so it's horrible. Um, so don't keep that stuff in the house, and then they can't eat it. I mean, and when it comes to the kids, you're just starting an early addiction. Yeah. And those, you know, horrible food habits and cravings. The gummy yeah. bears and the goldfish. That's your salt craving that they want after school every single solitary day that you're creating a habit. It's all the same things. And we did it. We had Chips Ahoy and Cool Whip for our Friday dessert. And I like distinctly remember that. But here's the thing. That's a Friday dessert. That's not an everyday dessert. We did not have dessert every day. No. We absolutely did not. However, that has shifted. Oh, yeah. My kids that have dessert totally every shifted. day. <sighs> Moving on. That's a different episode. But anyway, check your fit to be real <laughs> stories. Fit to be real news. <laughs> do, 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 NPR. Last one. 
eat enough protein. Now, this is for real because research has shown that a diet high in protein usually helps manage hunger better than low protein diets. Because you stay hungry or you stay satiated longer. Mm -hmm. So you don't want more food if you're eating high protein dense foods, which isn't just like meat. Right, exactly. And I think that's a really important thing because people are scared to eat protein. They think it's going to bulk you up because protein and like weightlifting and like it... People said protein and weightlifting one day in a sentence, and it, I feel like, ran. And now if you eat too much protein, you're going to look like a bodybuilder. And that's just something, that's, that's something in people's heads. I don't know. There's something connected to that, though. So protein is good for muscle building and muscle mass. And as you get older, you need to keep your muscle mass. And it does start to deteriorate if you're not taking care of yourself. Carbohydrates, good carbohydrates. That's for energy. Mm-hmm. That gets you through the workout. Protein does not get you through your workout of feeling like you can keep going and go harder and whatever people think. Carbs is what you need before your workout. Protein is what you need to build your muscle. So Did you all hear that? Just because you're eating a piece of chicken, though, you're not going to like your neck's not going to go pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> like that's insane. Yeah. So that, I know that taboo. It's basically, yeah. Yeah, it's basically taboo. That's what it is. Yes. So you, I'm going to give you a list of questions that you need to ask yourself when you're craving something. You need to like go down the list. So put my voice on repeat. Oh my God, she's smiling. (laughs) Carly's smiling. (laughs) What was that reference to? You got to tell the people. A full house. (laughs) Oh my God, I love when Full House goes French. <laughs> okay, each time you experience a craving, and I'm not saying like, stop and do this every five minutes. If it's happening at the same time every day, every day, or if you're noticing you're craving something, like I noticed I was craving fruit way more often than I normally do. That's what I'm talking about. Don't do this every five minutes, okay? But when you are feeling a craving, mm-hmm. what are you craving? A specific food, a certain flavor or texture. Where are you? A, a, like, where's your location? Are you sitting on the couch? Are you out? Are you at work? Are you at work? Yeah, exactly. At your desk? Are you bored? What are you doing? Are you driving? Are you watching TV? Are you working? What are you feeling physically? Are you shaky? That's definitely a protein one. You are. You need to up your protein. Are you lightheaded? Like th- these are all sorts of the questions you need to feel. Are you feeling emotional? Um, and who are you with? Because I, that's a huge one. Some people have cravings with different people. Yeah. Cause it, it's connected to a feeling or a vibe. <laughs> and it says the next time you have a craving, sit for five minutes and actually think, do I want this? Yeah. Drink some water, drink some water and think if you actually want this or not and let your mind take control instead of your body. Because if you if you really want it after the five minutes and not just don't just sit there and be like, I know I'm going to eat this in five minutes. So I just need to put the timer on. And then that means I really want it. Like, really? Yeah. Do I really want it? Or am I bored? Am I am I really hungry or am I just like I want to feel happy for a second? Yeah. Like there's all these reasons that you have cravings. And this was really interesting for me because I really said, why do I want chocolate after I'm already full. It's not just like I wanted, 
Like I was so hungry and I skipped a meal. And that's another big one. Don't skip meals because then you will eat the wrong thing. But I was full. But guess what, Victoria? What? We have a little game. It's called Cravey Baby. Oh, my God. You ready to play? (laughs) If you watch Southern, no, Southern, yeah, Southern Hospitality, you'll know what Cravey Baby means. I have no idea. I thought you meant Groovy Baby from Austin Powers. We're going to see how Victoria is feeling right now, okay? Victoria, pick a breakfast food. Smoothie, stack of bacon, cold cereal, pancakes. Always pancakes, though. I don't necessarily want them right now, but always pancakes. Pick a salad dressing. Ranch, green goddess, vinegar and oil, Italian. All good choices. Vinegar and oil. Mm. Oil and vinegar, but that's <laughs> no, I don't know why. Pick a snack. Banana, cheese, ice cream, chips. Right now? Yeah. We're going to see how you're feeling right now. Uh, Ice cream. Always. Always. Pick a cereal. Oatmeal, Lucky Charms, Cheerios, Fruit Loops. How are you feeling right now? Cheerios. Ugh. Ugh. I love Cheerios. Okay. Pick a dessert. Cake, ice cream, pie, brownie. It's a hard one because they're all pretty good. Cookie. Okay, cookie's not on the list. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ice cream. (laughs) Pick an ice cream flavor. Vanilla, cookie dough, chocolate, peanut butter, coffee. Never coffee, by the way. Always coffee. Love coffee. Are you serious? Oh, my gosh. Is that the one you're picking? One of the best ones. No, I love cookie dough. You know chocolate peanut butter was on the list. I know, but I love cookie dough. (gasps) Pick a pizza topping. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Just cheese. Just cheese. Just cheese. I'm doing the hands. Pepperoni. Veggies, sausage. Veggies. That is a good one. All right. Guess what? You're in a good mood. Oh, my gosh. You're feeling a little on the upbeat side. (gasps) Maybe it's not the best day ever, but it's going pretty well. And they told you that by the foods that you picked. But they didn't tell me I was dehydrated (laughs) or I needed protein. It wasn't. It's crazy, baby. It's not that kind of quiz. (laughs) (laughs) Last week, I was grumpy. This week... You're on the up. You're on the up. We know she's on the up, and her food choices just told us. Guess what? You won! Cheerios always win the day! (laughs) But yes, I mean, that game is fun. It's a, there are a ton of quizzes you can take online that will tell you what you're deficient in or what your cravings say about you, and some are fun. And And also, don't take them for law. Yeah. Listen to yourself. Listen to your body. If they're good, you should take them for law. If they're not, (laughs) if you don't get good results, then they're just BS. We can't. (laughs) Listen, this was insightful. I actually really enjoyed this. And it's basically, I mean, if you're going to recap all of the craving options, it's eat well, (laughs) Mm -hmm. drink some water, and sleep. And, And enjoy the food that you're eating. Just don't make it. Don't overdo it. And those cravings yeah. won't be cravings. They'll just be balanced. It's very easier, so much easier said than done and to not overdo it. Break a habit. If it's a habit, you got to break the habit. That's that's a mental, yeah. it's a mental thing. And mental cravings are real. It's just, it's in there. You know what it's I mean? Hard, like, but it's that's hard, hard to break. break. Yeah. Maybe I'll sit on the floor at the end of the night instead of the couch. It sounds horrible. <laughs> well, I don't eat on the floor, so... <laughs> But it is interesting to see if you can jot down where you have your cravings, maybe what time of the day you have your cravings, who you're with, how you're feeling, 
to see if you can pinpoint exactly why you might be having these cravings. Because I think it's interesting to see for yourself. Yeah. It's your body. Figure it out. Yeah. Figure it out. It's your body. <laughs> that sounded like a 90s commercial. It's your body. Figure it out. I learned it from watching you. Cheese me, please. <laughs> it's crazy, baby. Oh, my God. Okay. We're done. All right. Well, <laughs> we hope you're craving another episode of Fit to Be Real. Oh my As always, we want you to remember that you're always fit to be real. And always allowed to be a little extra. For legal reasons, we have to tell you that this podcast is meant for entertainment and educational purposes only. We are not healthcare professionals. For all of your health, wellness, fitness, and self-care needs, please refer to the medical professional in your life. Your primary care physician, your therapist, a certified coach, whoever it may be. And then let us know what they say, because I guarantee we need to know it too. Okay? <laughs>